1: I still live there today. I live about 30 minutes east of the Hudson River. The Hudson River connects New York City to Albany, New York's capital, about 150 miles north. There's so much history that happened along the Hudson River. The river's name for the explorer, Henry Hudson, who discovered it in 1609 while exploring the region for the Dutch in his ship, the Half Moon. During the Revolutionary War, the Colonial Army put a massive chain across the Hudson, letting the British know that they wouldn't be permitted to travel any further north. When Benedict Arnold betrayed the Americans, he made his escape to the British down the Hudson. The infamous duel between Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton took place on the western shores of the Hudson River. About 50 miles north of New York City, high on the western hills of the Hudson, is the United States Military Academy, better known to most people as West Point. West Point was first a fort for the Continental Army during the Revolutionary War, and then in 1802 it became the United States Military Academy, and it's been training officers ever since. Across the river from West Point is a 280-acre island called Constitution Island. In 1836, a man named Henry Warner was visiting his brother Thomas at West Point. He noticed the island across the river with the white cottage on it, and he liked the island so much that he bought it. A year later, Henry Warner moved his sister and his two daughters, Susan and Anna, to live in that cottage on Constitution Island. His wife had died when the girls were young. Susan and Anna never married. They just continued to live together in that white cottage on Constitution Island. Susan lived to be 65, and Anna lived to be 87. Both Susan and Anna were Christians, and they were both authors. Susan's first book, entitled The Wide, Wide World, sold over a million copies and it's considered to be America's first bestseller. On Sundays, Susan and Anna Warner taught Sunday school to any West Point cadets who wanted to travel to the island. Cadets would make their way down the hill from the academy each Sunday morning and row across the river. They'd enter the cottage, and these two sisters would teach them the Bible. When their Bible class was finished, the cadets would get back in their boats and return to West Point. Susan and Anna Warner did this for 40 years. These sisters had a powerful influence for Christ on a multitude of cadets. In the late 1850s, Susan Warner was writing a novel that would be titled Say and Seal. As a key part of the plot, Susan needed a comforting poem, so she asked her sister Anna, who was the poet, if she'd be willing to write one. Anna agreed to write the poem for Say and Seal, and here are the words, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Jesus loves me, loves me still, though I'm very weak and ill. From his shining throne on high comes to watch me where I lie. Jesus loves me, he will stay, close beside me all the way. Then his little child will take, up to heaven for his dear sake. Not long after the book was published, a Christian musician named William Bradbury was made aware of the poem. William Bradbury wrote the tune for so many hymns that you know, like Just As I Am, The Solid Rock, and He Leadeth Me. William Bradbury received permission to make the poem into a song. He replaced the second verse, which was worded specifically for the novel. The new verse said, Jesus loves me, he who died, heaven's gate to open wide. He will wash away my sin, let his little child come in. And then he added the chorus that everybody knows. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus Loves Me. Yes, Jesus Loves Me. The Bible tells me so. The legacy of the song, Jesus Loves Me, can't even be described. Children all over the world, in many different languages for so many years, have sung Jesus Loves Me in Sunday school, week after week. Many recording artists in various genres of music have recorded Jesus Loves Me. I've led services in nursing homes and watch people who were sitting in wheelchairs, unresponsive during the entire service. But when we would sing, Jesus Loves Me, without even opening their eyes, their lips would begin to move, singing those sweet words with us. And others, when Jesus Loves Me began, a tear would trickle down their face, as Jesus Loves Me brought back precious memories of their childhood. Susan Warner went to heaven in 1886. Anna went to heaven in 1915. They're both buried in the West Point Cemetery, which overlooks the Hudson River and Constitution Island. I've taken many guided tours of West Point. Often the tour guide will point out the white cottage on the island across the river and tell the story of the Warner Sisters, of their Sunday school class, and of Jesus Loves Me. There's a historical marker in the town of Cold Spring, New York, just north of Constitution Island, in a park next to a commuter parking lot near the train that takes thousands of people to and from New York City from upstate New York, every day. The marker reads, View to Constitution Island, preserved by authors Susan Warner and Anna Warner, who wrote the hymn, Jesus Loves Me. Two sisters who lost their mom at an early age and never married, but used their skills and their resources to influence many hundreds of United States military officers and generations of children for Jesus Christ. Christian, God has marvelous things prepared for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing
0: to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanberry.org. God bless you.
1: So, dear Christians, stay the course. God's promise is yours. We shall Bang!